0: Hello and welcome to Sobercast, where we provide AA speaker meetings and workshops in podcast format. We're an ad-free podcast and if you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by visiting Sobercast.com, look for the donate link, and drop a dollar or two into our virtual basket. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Have a great day. My name's Chris, I'm a very grateful recovered alcoholic. And, uh, I, uh, got an hour here to do, uh, four and five, I want to kind of walk you through that. I want to show you something real quick. Somebody asked me a couple of breaks ago and I kind of got sidetracked and didn't do it. I keep talking about this recovered thing. If you look on page 90, it's in a chapter called working with others. And again, because I'm not going to be here in the morning when they're talking about working with others. I want to just touch base on this real quick about the middle paragraph in the middle of that. Let's see where it, where, it, where, it, where it is. Wait for the end of a spree for at least a lucid interval. Then let his family or friend ask him if he wants to quit for good. For good. Didn't say a, a thing about one day at a time. For good. And if he would go to any extreme to do so. If he says yes, then his attention should be drawn to you as a, what does it say? I mean, listen, guys, asking some of you guys to not say, I'm a recovering alcoholic, it is so hard for you not to do because you've been ingrained, you've been taught that. And I just got to tell you, just, guys, the book is telling you, if this is not arrogance, this is, this is hope for the newcomer. Y'all understand that? And that's all we got to share with a newcomer is a piece of hope, so... I'm glad I got that in. There's two places in the book, guys, that we can get really bogged down in. And of course we've seen it historically, what happens? There's two places, strong places. Of course, y'all can guess what that is. One is right after the third step prayer, we get up and and I know what the book says. We launched out on a course of vigorous action. That's a that's a descriptive word. We could draw a little rocket here, you know. I mean God, what does that mean? Sit on your ass for six months? You know, and I, there's two places we lose the newcomer. Fourth and step. Working on a fourth step. you with us? And, of course, making the amends. After we do a a, a good fifth step, and an hour later we do six and seven. An an hour later we do six and seven. It just drives me crazy when I go to these meetings. I'm working on six and seven. I'm working on six and seven. Okay, so... I mean, I've, I've been to workshops where people wanted to beat that, the, the whole workshop, whole weekend workshops on six and seven. It's like, guys, it's two effing paragraphs. I don't know what, what is there to work on? I mean, I, it's, I'm not the one that removes the character defects anyway. Two places we're going to lose them. Fourth step and make it amends. You with us? And that's when we're going to spin out. And it's really easy to do, guys. There's, there's 13 pages in the book where it talks about the fourth and fifth step and, and, uh, and we got to get real clear about it. That's kind of the thing I'm going to, going to mention here. Uh, one of the things that's really confused so many folks in this deal is not just about sponsorship, and I guarantee you it's not just about treatment centers. Our own literature can confuse the bejesus out of you. You follow? Any of you 12-step fanatics in here, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm not knocking 12 and 12. 12 and 12 is a great piece of literature, especially if you want to learn something about the traditions. <laughs>
1: Sorry.
0: Sorry. But it'll lead you it'll 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 directly contradict some of the stuff it's talking about in the big book. And I'm not knocking that, but I mean you wanna get you wanna get confused, read a beautiful piece of liter- literature called Living Sober. Cause lo- lo- oh. Why do we allow New York to continue to publish that piece of crap? I'm I i do not know. I I, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. It was a horrible piece of literature. It was published about the same time that we we got Came to Believe. Remember the little Came to Believe book? The little red book? Pretty cool little book about the spiritual experience. And about the same year, early 70s, they published this little piece called Living Sober. Which is basically AA as a self help program. What you do, listen, some of you are grinding your teeth. I can hear them now. Listen, grind, you're just down to nothing by the end of the day, guys, because you're grinding your teeth. My counselor gave me that book in treatment, and it's helped me stay sober. I, don't, I no longer get hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Oh, my God. Let me assure you, sometime in your sobriety, you're going to get hungry, angry, lonely, and tired, and horny. <laughs> And If you're trying to keep yourself sober, you're going to get loaded. Read question and answers on sponsorship. That that ought to confuse the bejesus out of you. You know, it takes very clear to the end. It suggests that you might want to talk to your sponsor about the steps. Nowhere in that question and answer on sponsorship does it say the sponsor's job is to jam you through the work. Nowhere in there does it say that. And yet we give it to all the new people. Here, you have some questions about sponsorship? Read this. Don't know what to tell you. Can you hear the sound? Grind, 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 grind. Read the book. Read the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. The book tells you exactly what to do. We did a third step prayer. Gosh dang it. We asked God to remove our difficulties. Next we're going to get up off our little bony knees or whatever we're going to do here and we're going to launch out on a course of vigorous action. Here's what happens to us, guys. This this, this, this idea about what a fourth step is. And there's so many people out there talking about this and and, and of course, and I'm going to, contradict some of that so I'm just I'm coming out of the book a fifth step if you ask people about fourth and fifth step People are going to talk to you about this. is about confession. This is like a therapeutic technique. Treatment centers started this nonsense. Again, I'm a part of that industry, but we started it because it's a cool thing to do. If you want to take up a patient's time and you know get them to stick around longer, give them a big old fat notebook about this thick, one of those big wires that you need two hands to open up, and we want you to start writing down the people you're, you know, you're 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 pissed at, and it's like, oh my God, because the big book describes a very simple fact-finding mission I want to get the big pieces out I'm not gonna sit here and split pairs with the minutia I mean I, this is again this is where we lose the newcomer the newcomer comes in and we get you start talking to him one week and says well I'm working on a four step next week you, I'm still working on my four step I said, what, what part are you working on well I'm making my list <laughs> listen you started it two weeks ago and you put it down in front of the TV and you haven't touched it since so you're not actually working on anything right now. Did y'all agree with that? This is really, really simple, guys. The prayer is this. God, show me who I'm pissed at. And then we start writing. Okay?
1: <laughs>
0: and I may come up with 16 names. and I may come up with 60 names. I may come up with, you know, I don't know, uh, a few hundred names. I don't know. But here's the deal. If... I always use it as an example. If I'm in a crowded little restaurant, and I'm sitting there eating, and this little guy walks in, am I going to finish my enchiladas a little faster to get the hell out of there because I don't want to be in the same room with this guy? I said, no, I I hadn't even thought of him in, in 10 years. Then don't write his name down on this list. You are wasting your time. You follow? The guy that has the most names down. Now listen, guys. You open mindedness here is what's necessary because I'm sharing my experience with this business. If you sat down and had eight thousand names on your on your fourth step and you, you know, with us I, <laughs> rock on. But this is the kind of crap that stops people from ever sponsoring. You with me? Little guy comes up and says, Can you sponsor me? My first thing is says no, because I'm gonna have to do a ten hour fifth step with you. you, you loser. No, and I don't want I'm not, <laughs> But if you follow the instructions right straight out of the book about how to do a fourth and fifth step, you can see that this is not that arduous of a process. You with us? Again, the, the treatment centers have, have turned this into a whole heck of a lot of a, a bigger deal than it is. Let me show you what we're trying to accomplish here. We, we talked earlier this morning, we talked about the resurgence of the ego, and this is what takes place. We do this, we do steps four through nine is what, what happens is we're going to try to keep our little ego right size. When they get to the treatment, you know, the little booger guy, he's this is him when he walks in. He's so done, it's not even funny. He's he's an open book. He's ready to do this work. You follow? And and it's like a big old clock. We go stopwatch. And he walks in, and we give him an with <laughs> If he wasn't loaded when he gets there, we're going to guarantee that he's going to get really loaded before he goes to bed tonight. And we're going to bring him down and get a baseline and treatment. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. We're going to detox this cat. Then we're going to start weaning him off the adamant. We're going to start or suboxone or whatever we're going to do. We're going to start bringing him off these meds. About the time we get all these meds off out of him, this ego starts to reassert itself. You with us? And all of us have had this experience. What happened to all of that passion and, 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 and I'm going to get sober no matter what. And then four days later, it's like, I'm not so sure I want to do this anymore. You know, it's like, can I get a map? Can I get a taxi to get the hell out of this place? And we're all of a sudden, we're changing our mind. What's happening is our ego is rebuilding. You with us? Here's what a lot of people don't understand. They get confused with this business. This is what your ego looks like. It can be... We all know the guy that's... When we say somebody's full of themselves, they, the ego is kicking their ass. They're just full of themselves. You with us? We They're the brash and, you know cussing and you know they're just full of themselves really arrogant is the word you with us there's little, little little that's the little plus side down here back down at this other side there's the victim and i know this one because this is me you with us i'm not built to be too goddamn arrogant I, I you know what i'm saying i just i don't have a lot to back up my mouth you know so you better move. but but i can play the victim card better than anybody in this room and so can a lot of y'all know what I'm talking about? All you got to do is somebody get close to you, and you need to, to to not answer the question they're asking. Just throw down that trump card. Throw down that, the victim card. Everybody, everybody in here's got one. Y'all, y'all follow? And then, and then it'll shut up. Oh, you were molested. Oh, I, Oh, you're bipolar. Oh, I. Oh, you're manic-depressive. Oh, I. I oh, you're just but ugly. Oh, I got you. I, I, but you all understand it guys everybody in this room has got that victim card and my ego can 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 fluctuate between between being brash i don't need anybody on the face of the earth you with us i'm billy badass too what's the point i'm so far gone anyway what's the difference you follow i got to tell you, I'll take a a busload full of those arrogant bastards. I can deal with them all day long. Because all you got to do is show them the truth about their life and the air will just leave their bodies at warp speed. These are tough people to deal with because they've already had the shit kicked out of them. You with us? It's difficult to deal with these people. And as I tell you, our fellowship is riddled with these folks right here. Powerful spearheads of God's ever-advancing creation like Peter was talking about, not for these people. God's left me behind. Wow, that's that's messed up. I don't know what to say. What? Are you, how are you going to argue with that? I don't know. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I, anyway. That's what we're trying to do, guys. I don't want my ego huge, big, and I don't want my ego real small either like that. I said it last night. All I want to do is I want to be a man among men. I want to be just I want to be able to sit at this table and be all of y'all's friends. You with me? Not better than you, not worse than you. I'm twenty two years sober. You're none of that crap. We're just on the even playing field with everybody else. If I can do that, I can deal with anything this life's got to be thrown at and I guarantee it. Let me show you. My first attempts at uh, four step were horrendous because everybody wanted to complicate the the living daylights out of this. My last four step, when my my first four step I did with Mark uh, in '93, I guess, was a really simple venture. He said, "Chris, stop making this thing so complicated. You don't need a big old notebook." Hell, I didn't know 600 people for God's sakes. What? You're mad at everybody you ever came across? I, I, this is this is nuts. This is stupid. I would rather see a new guy because we're going to do this over and over in our lives. We're going to work and rework the steps. I would rather see a new guy get 10 or 20 of the most the meanest baddest resentment he's got let's do the writing around it get to the other side and get free you with us then to have you sit for six months and spin your wheels while your ego rebuilds insanity returns and tells you you could probably smoke a joint and then (laughs) and that's what happens it was a great there's a guy uh down in Florida now is a, a, a wonderful writer is a guy named William White as an author wrote a book called Slaying the Dragons one of, was a great book about treatment center history in this country and uh, an excellent book he's written some articles specifically about this little window of opportunity Alcoholics Anonymous has watered it down and this idea of the pink cloud you know y'all remember the days that when you were in your attempts at trying to get sober you'd come in and three or four days in you'd feel so good you couldn't believe it and you know, like you'd get a little hope behind you and there'd be some bastard over in the corner wanting to take shots at at you, you know oh, she's on a pink cloud, watch and see when she falls off she's going to bust her ass, you know and everybody makes fun of you you with us because but the, the, they, they call it the pink cloud. Some of you all have heard me talk about this. It's, it's called God's grace and Bill White wrote this great paper about it specifically about this little window of opportunity. every one of us that that, that commit to do this and start to do this work are going to get taken to a place I've never seen it fail of neutrality around alcohol at a very quick pace. We're going to get taken to a place where we're pretty comfortable in our skin. And gosh, I don't know what the deal is, but I don't want to drink anymore. And this is a real experience. And it, I mean, it's legit. It won't stay there, though. And for some people, it, op- it's, it it's, the window stays open, seems like, for months. And for some, it's just a few days. You follow? That's why I'm never going to get off this soapbox about the urgency to work these steps. Because if you don't finish this process and get on some solid ground, you'll follow? That obsession comes back, you're going to do something stupid. And let me tell you, you will not be there to think through the drink. And You're not going to remember your effing triggers list. I'm so sick and tired of hearing that, I could puke. Truly. I'm a part of that industry. I, 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 what does it make me think about drinking? Just a thought. My buddy in San Diego says it best. He says, "I finally figured the perfect trigger. It's called consciousness."
1: <laughs>
0: and we all laugh at every workshop, no matter where we are, all around the world. We talk about it. And everybody has a good laugh, and then we go right back into our newcomers and teach them that shit. It takes the breath away. I get truly. We got to stop painting the picture that this is some kind of a self-help program. Y'all understand that? I can't keep myself sober. I'm 22 years sober. When the obsession comes back to me, what am I going to do? I'm going to drink. So will you. Y'all understand that? If you wait till the obsession comes back, who's ever going to do that? I didn't call my sponsor. No shit. (laughs) Do you know anybody that has? Yeah, some of you have. I'm with you. That's the only reason it's still out there because sometimes it works. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, everything that we do is just based on this thing called the first step. And if you believe that you're a real alcoholic, the question is, my sponsor used to ask me, are you looking for relief are you looking for release? Because a lot of us get relief. Y'all understand that? You want relief from some of the stuff that's eating your butt? Sit down at the table and talk to a good friend about it. You, you visit, go to a counselor and visit and talk and you can work through some gr- good, some, some guilt around that. There's nothing wrong with that. But what it is, is temporary relief. I want release. I want the freedom that Peter was talking about so that I can have some power in my life. Now, buddy, that stuff's contagious. You with us? When you wake up one day and realize that there is not a person out there that can mess with you, y'all understand? That's a pretty cool deal. And thank God for that. What kind of a crappy program would this be that only works when everything goes great for us in our life? You know what I'm saying? If the if they ever did they all do it just perfect then I can be happy, joyous and free. But the truth is, the world's not going to be that way. It's just going to be tough sometimes, and I can stay sober through thick and thin on that. So that's where we want to look at. I think one of the biggest misconceptions that we have around the fourth step is this is about justice some way. We're going to talk about this fourth step, and we're going to try to rationalize why these people hurt us. That's so not what this is about. We got down to brass tacks when when uh, Peter was talking about selfish and self-centeredness. Page 62, you're with us, guys? Selfish and self-centeredness, that we think is the root of the trouble. Y'all still think, a bunch of you in this room, that alcohol is the problem. That the pills are the problem, that cocaine's the problem, that the food's the problem, that the sex is the problem. It's not. It's your selfish and self centeredness is the problem. And a lot some just you don't want to hear that. That's just the fact. I can't get out of my head and stop blaming the world for everything that's gone through in my life. And that's what this is. This is a fact finding mission in this fourth step. It's not therapy, and I'm gonna tell you again, it's not about confession. You with us? I've got I felt so much better when I told another person about my, about my stuff. I can appreciate that, guys. But if that's all this was, we would have a whole bunch more Catholics sober. You know, they do it all the time. <laughs> not knocking that. Baptists, any, any, uh, they're just not, you know. I need to look at my part so I'll stop being the victim. You with what this? Victims don't stay sober. I'm going to say this, guys, real quick. Victimized people stay sober every day. There's not a person in this room that hadn't been victimized. And I guarantee you with grace and dignity, we walk through the crap and we come out the other side. This just happens. That's what happens to people that have got some power in their life. People that remain victims will not stay sober. You can grind your teeth all day long about that one too if you want to. But it's really clear. The minute you start trying to justify your right to be miserable, you're wrong. But it's so frustrating because it works so well. You know, you can manipulate the world with that victim stuff. I, guys, I get. I've done it. And I, I've done it in AA. When I walk in a couple of days sober, all banged up, dirty, stink like hell. Walk up to the prettiest girl in the place. You wouldn't consider going out with somebody like me, would you? <laughs> She'll. Not on a bet. I, no, I wouldn't. You with us? Go to the next one. Go to the next one. You, you all know, eventually, you'll find one that will. I can promise you. She's probably kind of ugly, but she will go out with you.
1: <laughs>
0: Again, we were talking about it. Sometimes the good can be the enemy of the best. Oh my gosh, what a cool life something that Peter was talking about. You know, my sponsor passed away in February and I was so pissed at God. I said, what in the world are you doing? This guy's helped more people than than, than than you just can imagine. You know, I was over in Montana when it happened. I said, no idea. And it turns out five months later, I'm working for the place he worked for. And it's like, how did God make all of this stuff come back around? Who could have planned this script? And I was like, I, I don't know. I still don't know where God's taken me. All I know is our job is to suit up and show up and stay open. My buddy Peter said something earlier. This is the coolest program because we don't have to add anything. What we're trying to do in this fourth step is subtract some stuff. Get the things that are, here's, here's you, here's a little buckaroo, and here's God, whatever God, she, he, it, that you, your idea of that power, and this is the little channel between us. And all I'm trying to do is get rid of all the crap, the guilt, the shame, the resentments with us. How many of you all remember the time you're sitting there grinding your teeth about something that just happened you with us, and you don't see the sunrise or the sunset or the beautiful little kids or the cool lady that's holding your hand? You're not thinking about anything but the shit. Y'all follow? We're all on the same page. There you go. What I'm trying to do is is not figure this out. I'm trying to get rid of that nonsense so I can get clear, so I can see the beauty around me. That's why some of us in these rooms seems to be having an easier time of life. You always seem so happy. I am. It's not because God loves me more or less than you or anybody else. It's because I'm willing to do the things necessary to keep this channel clear. I don't try to live off a four-step I did 22 years ago. I try to stay current with that crap. Because that's the current... You all with me? I've dealt with the old bad stuff. I'm not still talking about my first wife. Thank you. Did that. I'm talking about my current wife. (laughs) There's not much there. It's pretty. It's pretty short. I know. It's, it's really actually quite short. So in the big book where it talks about it talks about this, this specific inventory again in the book it shows a diagram of a three column. We've separated it historically to a four column because it's just simpler because we're looking at things in a little different way. And I'm going to kind of run this down for you guys. And we're not going to split any hairs with this. Again, I, I got. I get. The, the, the gamut just runs to extremes about the people. We've got people that, I've watched people get furious and leave meetings when you start talking about a four column inventory. The book only shows three columns, and I'm not gonna, it's like they're rigid, they're gonna break. You know, I don't care. If you do an eight column, extended third column, four, col- I don't care. Whatever works. You with us? As long as you get to a, to over to the back side of this and look at your part, I don't care how you do it. You with us? If all you're doing is looking at yours, at somebody else's stuff, you're in trouble. So we we got a little four column. We put the person's name in the first column, who it is. Second column, what the bastards did to us. <laughs> is that really?
1: <laughs>
0: we'll do this one. Third column, we look how it affected us. <laughs> my pocketbook, my pride. There's seven areas that can be affected. You with us? It's, in the, it's in, the, in the book. And then we look at the fourth column. I stay a victim. I stay a victim. I stay a victim. You with us? And then it says, we're going to stop. Now we're going to start looking at this in a completely different. We're going to start looking at the crap that they did to us. Now we're going to look at what our part of this. What piece did we play in this shenanigan? You with us? Because we always played a part, guys. There's four areas we're going to look at. Selfish and self-centeredness. Fearful and dishonest. You with us? You're not always going to have all four parts. But here's the deal. Their part was huge. They really hurt you. If you can see your part, I kept asking for it. (laughs) you can get free of the resentment you follow if you can't see your part in it you'll remain a victim you'll you'll remain sick around it y'all understand that everybody gets tweaky well there's certain things i had no part in if you've been carrying it for longer than oh say 30 minutes you play a part it's just that simple make sense guys Man, you people want to make this thing long drawn out. Again, this is not therapy. We got guys out there on the circuit today talking about these horrendous fifteen hour fist steps, and we're we're going to sit down and we're going to get blankets and light candles and we're going to talk. And it's like, oh my God, I. (laughs) You know what I did with my first fist fist step with Mark? We got through there, and I'm I'm like this, you know. (laughs) I'm, you know, like a little, I'm years sober, but I'm doing this with my new sponsor, and I'm telling him about what's going on like that, and he starts laughing. And by the time we get about 30 minutes into this, I can't keep a straight face, because he's laughing so hard. You with me? Because we keep doing the same stuff over and over. You with us? Different girl, same shit. Different job, same shit. You with us? Different family. every, it's all the same stuff. And as I'm sitting there reading, now here's where y'all get pissy, here's where y'all get grindy. I did a 10 hour fist tip, and I'm so grateful I had that person to share with. Hallelujah, rock on. We need you to be a little more efficient with your time. Okay? <laughs> Because this is why, this is the number one reason that people don't sponsor. Because they know that if I say yeah. yes, you, you're with me? Come on, guys. Dr. Bob sponsored over 5,000 people in his 15 years of life. 5,000 people. He didn't sit down and do a 15-hour fist step. We had to break it up in three days. What are you, Damien? <laughs> what? What are you? What? Three days? Talking about yourself for three days? (laughs) Selfish and self-centeredness is the root of the problem. Do you have any doubt that this is the problem? Oh, my gosh. Buddy, we sit down. Oh, my gosh. I'm doing a resentment inventory. We sit down and do a fifth step like this. I give my little guys, here's what I do. When the guys, I'm giving we get up and do a third step prayer. I give him a little notebook. I sit down with him. I give him some instructions on how to start a fifth, a fourth step. Excuse me. And as we do this, I look at my date planner, my little raggedy calendar, and I open it up and I says, what's a week from today? Tuesday. Got it. Next Tuesday, we'll do a fifth step. Uh, <laughs> a week. That's what we're going to give them. And I'm being generous, God dang it. You with us? You know what this guy's going to do? He's not going to... Some of y'all are grinding. I've been working on mine for six months. Because, you've, because somebody gave you six months to do it. You're not working on it six months. You have it in your possession for six months. But you're not working on it. Y'all understand this? If this is a life-threatening illness, and we believe that this is fatal if we don't do this work, why in the living daylights do I want to give you six months to dick with this? By six months, we're finished with making amends. I could have come up with a better expression for that I can, I can feel the love, I'm so sorry. But you but you all understand where I'm going with this. Oh, my gosh. By six months, we need to be you need to be out sponsoring people. See? You need to be sitting across listening to somebody else's fifth step by then. And some of you all are saying, well, I could never do that. But this is the problem with our fellowship is that we don't allow you to get to that spot. Listen, guys, I've done a bunch of fifth steps, and it's, it's, it's a wonderful deal. A four step, sitting and being able to do a fifth step with a, with a man you love and respect, it's an honor. You all understand that? But to sit and listen to a man's fifth step, this will change your life. When you start to realize that another man is, is allowing you to be a part of their life or another woman, and it's like, oh, it'll make you want to cry. But we're keeping you from that because we've got this idea that there's some cosmic clockwork going on here that will, that will dictate when it's time for you to do this. It's time when you, when you finish what you're supposed to do. You've had the experience. It's time to go. Make sense, guys? Is it, is it scary? Oh, my God. It's scary. The first time you do a fifth step, it's scary. first time you sit and hear somebody's fifth step the first time. Oh my God, what am I supposed to do? I'm fixing to tell you. And then you go do one. Okay. It's not that complicated. Again, what's the thing that ties us together is our illness. And the common solution is the 12 steps. And we're working these so you have everything you need. Guys, we're not therapists. I'm so sorry, and I need to break this to some of you. Some of you guys think that you're junior therapists because you've been sober a few years. You're not. You're not trained We call it practicing outside your license. (laughs) You have a a license to shut your mouth and listen to somebody tell their story and maybe share a piece of yours. You don't have the license to to give advice. We're not doctors. We're not lawyers. You all understand that? Stop. This is where where we get this idea out there in the real world that we're some kind of a cult. We're here guiding your life. No, we're not. I'm here guiding you to, to 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 God through the twelve steps y'all are clear on this, aren't you? The steps don't get me sober. God gets me sober. The spiritual experience gets me sober. All I got to do is do the steps to get clear with His power. Does that make sense? Some of you are so uncomfortable okay. We're going to look at the third column here, of how it affected us, and then we're going to go to the fourth column, and we're going to look specifically at our part. And it's really, really simple. And the guy says, oh, shit, well, I I chose to go into business with a guy. I said, did you know he was a cocaine dealer? Well, yeah. (laughs) We laugh. Next, we go on to the next one. (laughs) Y'all understand this? Then we're going to go on to the next one, and all of a sudden you say, "God dang, I'm not a victim! i have been a freaking volunteer!" And all of a sudden you start to feel free, and that, oh my gosh! And you've had the same experience. Oh, this is how cool is this? And we go next, next, next. You with us? It happens very, very fast, folks. We're not going to sit here and talk. Well, I need to tell you a little bit about this. No, comma, you don't. (laughs) This This is how this is. This is how it translates. When you say that, I need to talk, I need to give you a little background on this. No, because this is you say. This is what this that means. I need to explain why I screwed this up so much. You know, I mean, I I really need to try to justify why I did all of this. Guys, we're just we're not looking at that. We're it's it's all very 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 quite simple. You'll follow. Not therapy. What's the truth? You got it. And we're like I said, it's we're laughing. It's a, it's a humorous thing. People says, oh I I can't stand. It. I remember the first time I um. Was gonna do a four-step and I was sitting in an AA meeting and I said, well, I think I'm starting to work on a four-step. And the whole room groaned. Oh. Is it any wonder that everybody with this and I went, oh, maybe I'll reconsider. <laughs> I haven't done it yet, but the whole room's groaning because I'm thinking about, y'all understand? Guys, it's a joy to be free from all of that crap. And the sooner you do it, the better it's gonna be. I got in trouble in high school one time and uh uh I had a coach who was gonna give me licks and he and he and he and he bent over with his big old paddle and y'all think I'm skinny now. You should have seen me in high school, a little stick man, and I'm and, and he's fixing to whoop my butt. You know, and he got back like that and he stopped and he said, You know what? I'm not gonna do this now. It was Friday afternoon. I'm gonna do this Monday. <laughs> I know. Bastards.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I spent the week in not doing what I wanted to do, having a good time. You with me? Worrying and dreading what was fixing to come on Monday. I wish I'd hell I would just done it on Friday. You with us? I came to school on Monday. I looked like a bug with a big old thorax back here. I had so much crap stuffed in my pants. You know, I just, it still hurt. I got to tell you. Y'all understand where I'm at? Stop putting off this because you're afraid or or, or uncertain how it's going to go. If you're sitting with somebody that's had the experience, they can walk you right straight through it. And I don't care if you got 10 or 20 or 60, or I don't care. Resentments will get you through it. Y'all cool? When we finish with the resentment inventory, we've looked at our part in the fourth column, we're going to do a little two-column fear inventory. It's been done ahead of time. We're going to do it all at the same time. Guys, that just freaks me out when I see some of the inventories that you guys use out there. I've got an 84-page four-step guide on my desk. 84-page fourth-step guide. Can you imagine a little newcomer? Oh, my God. Here, drop this telephone book on the lab. Here, we're going to get started now. Oh, just forget it, you know? Two column. Why do you got the fear? Why do you think you got it? Next. That's all we're going to do. You'll follow? I got a sex inventory. That's got nothing to do with sex. It's talking about how I treat the opposite sex. What is my behavior with women? It can be just as goofy today as it was back when I was drinking. There's nine questions on page 69 that we're supposed to ask ourselves about this relationship. I'm going to say this, guys. You're free to agree or disagree. If I'm doing a fifth, a fourth step, the way the book is outlined, and I'm just specifically answering these questions, I could do a fifth step with Patty or Kathy or any, any of my girlfriends in here and, and, and be perfectly comfortable doing it. Because we're not talking about pokey pokey. But everybody thinks we are. Oh, goody, now we get to talk about the women. And it's like, buddy, I'm not hearing any more of this fifth step because obviously you're not where you're supposed to be. How can you sit there and tell me how you treated the opposite sex with this little glint of, of pride in your voice? You, 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 you're a predator and a whore to boot. Y'all understand? If you ask the specific questions, it's, 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 it's quite simple and I, I still do them today when I do a fist step I look at my behavior towards the opposite sex it's a pretty absolutely freeing experiment to do you with us? all of y'all look inside like this side like this because you sit there and you gave all the little details we don't care about I met him in high school and, I, and, then, and I, who, I, who, cares? who cares? you're wasting your time you, you, you with us? what was your part in this whole shenanigans? that's what we're looking at when I get these three pieces done, I'm sitting down with the guy the sponsor, and we're going to sit down and we're going to do this little thing called a fist step. It's as simple as can be. There's some great line in the book that says you don't necessarily have to do it with somebody in the program; you can do it with somebody else. But here's what it makes a clear point: you need to be doing it with somebody that knows what they're talking about. We used to have a counselor at the hospital I used to work at, and he would tell the, the, the newcomers, you, "Here, he's, his story was he went to the bus station and got somebody to hear his fist step from the bus station because he knew he would never see that person again." Again, it's the idea that I'm going to share this with another human being and that's all I need to do. It's just like confession. You follow? But but did he hear anything about himself? Did he learn any truth about himself? When he was blatantly lying in there, did somebody hear that and bring it to his attention that he was off the page? You follow? The book is crystal clear, guys. You sit down with a man or woman in the fellowship that understands what this is about. That's what this is. That's what this is. You want to go do it with your priest too or your therapist? Rock on. God, just your money. Do what you want to go do with it. But sit down with somebody that you love in this fellowship to do it. I gotta tell you in a fifth step, absolute confidentiality, that's the way it works. You'll follow folks? That's just that's just it. While you're sitting there telling me your sad story and I'm speeding you along to keep this thing moving, I got a piece of paper and on the back side I've got this thing called I got I got this thing called six step list and I've got an eight step list like this. You with us? I, I just do this to keep awake while you're doing your fist step. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you're fascinated with all the sordid details, but I'm really bored. After you've heard about five or six fist steps, God, there's only so many ways to kill somebody and have sex with them, and that's it. And I... so.
1: that's,
0: the, that's the old joke. That's the old sponsor's prayer. God, please let me hear something different. It ain't going to happen. Six step is I'm making a six step character defects. As you're giving your little four step deal, I'm sitting there writing down anything I see that smacks of, 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 of a character defect. Dishonesty. You with us? Judgmentalness. Anytime you're judging somebody, and oh my god, we're the big, I mean, good gosh, our magnifying mind, the world is all screwed up and we're perfect. Anytime I'm judging somebody, I'm being selfish to the core. Because I'm saying, I think I know how they should behave. It's just, that's a spiritual principle. And I'm making a list of all this. In my, my, uh, my character defects. And after this is all over, I'm gonna get, to talk to this cat and we're gonna give him that list and he can add some to himself. Because an hour later, he's gonna ask God to remove these character defects. You follow? The book says, while we do the fifth step, I'm looking at people that I owe amends to. My eighth step list comes from the fifth step. This is, again, where we we bog everybody down. We do a fifth step, we hug, everybody's crying, everybody's had a great experience, and then we drop them on their ass. And that's not what we're supposed to do. While we've got the power from this fourth and fifth step, now we're going to go start cleaning up the wreckage of our past. The next day after this fifth step, you better be hearing this sound right here. What's that? That's you standing in front of that guy that you owe the money to. And you're knocking on the door visiting with the cat. You follow? We start making this stuff. We don't draw this this process out. Make sense? At the end of this fifth step, guys, we're hugging necks. And we've got a six-step list so this guy can go do a seventh step. So it happens that fast, and we've got an eight-step list. I usually give them uh, the next day or so until we can get back together, and then we're going to sit down and organize this eight-step list, and we're going to figure out who we do owe amends to, and who we don't owe amends to. You follow? Sponsor, me. I've done it. I'm going to help you figure out how to do it. There's lots of ways to skin a cat. We're going to talk about some of that this afternoon. There's lots of ways to do this. Y'all clear on that one? And then, and then we, can, we, can, uh, we can move on. You guys turn to page 75. When I started doing a the work in uh, after my suicide attempt, uh, my sponsor was out of town, so actually we had two weeks to finish it. I'd finished the fourth step, was ready to do a fifth step, and that's how when I had my spiritual experience. That's when the obsession to use lifted with me was between the fourth and fifth step for me. For some of you, it may be a little bit different. Seventh step, uh, excuse me, the fifth step promises on top of page uh, 75, We pocket our pride and go to it, illuminating every twist and character, every dark cranny of the past. Once we've taken this step, withholding nothing, we are delighted. We can look the world in the eye. What a promise. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We begin to feel the nearness of our Creator. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs, but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. The feeling like that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. We feel we we are on the broad highway, walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. Damn! Returning home gives us the instructions for 6 and 7. Those are pretty fascinating promises, aren't they? And i got to tell you, the guys that seem to miss this or the cats that have been sober for a period of time, out there for long, you with us? Going to meetings, not doing this work. And all of a sudden the anxiety and the untreated alcoholism starts to come back. And if they would get past their arrogance, we only have to do one fifth step. And we take care of everything else in the maintenance steps of 10, 11, and 12. This, This is not true. This is not what the book says. Even if it did say it. If sitting down and doing another fifth step would clear this up and give you these promises again, isn't it worth doing? Because guys, the first one that you guys get to do is long and arduous. It may, it may take you a few days to do it. Listen, when it comes time for me to do another fourth and fifth step, I'm sure Peter can attest to this. I mean, I sit down with a piece of notebook paper like this and this is it. I've got, I've got five or six resentments on there. Significant others always on there, I guess. Work. People I have to deal with, you know, it's it's simple stuff. I'm a big political junkie and I I get... In any given day, it's the Democrats or Republicans. I don't know what it is. What can be worse? And I'm putting that stuff down, the people, institutions, and principles. But guys, it's on a page. And I can sit down with a sponsor, and an hour later, I'm free and clear. We do six and seven again because I've gotten judgmental one more time with us. And I walk out of the room with my ego right size, and I'm just another guy in the world again, and I stop having to be the creator of the universe. It's it's the absolute bomb. I'm going to say this and let you go. When I did a fourth step, I was, uh, and a fifth step was the first time I didn't see any big rockets, guys, and, and, uh, Jesus didn't come to me on the road home, and I know some people that that's happened to, but here, tell me what happened. When I finished that fifth step, that first one I did, uh, in 1987, I got back in my old beat up pickup truck, and I drove back to Louisville, Texas, and for the first time in my recovery history, which has been seven years in and out, I felt a part of Alcoholics Anonymous as I'd been sitting on the sideline talking about stuff I knew nothing about for years, but I hadn't actually done it. And now because I had done it, I felt a part of the fellowship. Make sense? I hope you all have that experience. Thanks for letting me visit.